0: Hello deadly people! Welcome to Rising, Thriving, and Vibing podcast. I'm your host, Keisha Tipuan, a digital creator, entrepreneur, and a deadly auntie. This show is about healing, humor, and deadly vibes. Here to rise, thrive, and vibe together. Dancin nito timak! Hello friends! I'm glad you're back. For your weekly dose of deadliness. Y'all, I'm just chilling in my studio. It's dark outside. I got my carbonated water and was vibing to some lo-fi earlier. Setting the mood to start recording. You know, those kind of vibes. I didn't even realize it was Tuesday today as well. I had other things planned to work on because I thought it was Monday. Then once I seen that date, I'm like, oh shit, it's podcast recording day. So I had to put all the shit aside that I was going to do today. Then I started working on my podcast all day today. So I got really excited because it's podcast recording day. And it's episode 30. Y'all, I made it to episode 30. I remember when I was so nervous hitting like the second or third episode, then making it to the 10th episode, the 20th, and now I'm at my 30th episode. So thank y'all for making it this far with me. I appreciate you all. Y'all are deadly. Alright, what's today's episode about? Today, I'm going to talk about healing from sexual assault or abuse. I'm going to share about how I'm healing from S.A., things that have helped me, and how I reached out. And this week's Cree Word of the Week theme is body parts. So stay tuned till the end to find out what Cree Word of the Week is. Updates! So I survived my night shifts at work. Last episode, I mentioned that I was going to be starting night shifts at this job. And, well, I survived it. The first night though I was so tired and sore because I forgot like my compression socks and supportive shoes and if y'all have plantar fasciitis you know what I mean when my feet were on fire so that's what I was dealing with on the first night I was just my mistake my bad I didn't bring any supportive things but I did survive the first night I was also very tired I think it was just you know first night first shift kind of thing but second night it was good time went by fast i created this like routine real quick just to like get stuff done and have everything in order so i did that on the second night i wasn't so tired i even brought my compression socks and an extra pair of shoes so my feet wouldn't hurt by the end of the night when shift was over I was like good my feet were good I didn't like feel the soreness it wasn't on fire but I did survive my night shifts I recently did an evening shift too but I think I'm gonna just stick with nights because that's like a lot of interaction a lot of anti-duties that I gotta be doing so I just want to chill and vibe and you know work on my my social media stuff too especially if like I'm given time So that's what I'm gonna be doing. I'm gonna keep continuing being my night owl because who waking up super early in the morning? Y'all, I can't do that no more. Before I used to when I was an early riser, but now that I'm a night owl, I'm gonna focus on doing some night shifts. I'm gonna focus on my streams and all this good stuff. It also takes a lot of time for me, so I gotta like really figure it out do I want to do three shifts a week or four shifts? I don't know, because I have this project coming up and I have deadlines that I have to meet. So this week, I'm basically brainstorming for this project. Next week, I'm going to have to create like a draft and send it out. So I got to like work with both my schedules and like figure shit out. I'm thinking at least three or four shifts a week. It just depends how busy I'm going to be and if I need to travel. So like, I'm going to keep that open. Anyways, another update is... I went to my last powwow of the season here in saskatoon it was fsin powwow if anyone doesn't know i went on friday and sunday i didn't go on saturday i seen some tiktok fam freak i was just having a good time and (laughs) i was just having some big auntie laughs with everyone there the laughs were so good my stomach was hurting the next day And I was just thinking, damn, why is my stomach just sore? Then I just clicked. I'm like, man, it was from all those laughs from hanging out with the TikTok fam. Man, I was just laughing, laughing. (laughs) I was just laughing left and right, chilling out with people. I only did two rounds in total of being at the powwow Friday and Sunday. Just because once I did a round, I started to see people. I started to talk to them then like once I was done talking it's already been like an hour or so then I'm like oh snap I gotta go sit and watch so that's what I did very deadly vibes out there I had fun and it was also like good to catch up with people I wish I did go longer though but there's always different times oh yeah last update I also went paintballing for the first time ever and it was super cold out I had to pee and I didn't have any coveralls (laughs) so me and my partner went we went to uh my paintball partner we went to go uh drive at least an hour and a half to two hours outside of the city we went to go see my sister because they had the paintball all set up and it was outside it was very nipply during that time I guess I just didn't dress warm either whoops (laughs) but I did bring extra clothes just in case like I had to change afterwards anyways we only did one round because we were like 45 minutes late earlier like there's so much stuff that held us back from like being on time oh my gosh it was like such a detour anyways we're like 45 minutes late we only got one match in we basically drove two hours for what 10 minute match I'm like oh my gosh I, I guess it wasn't really worth it but it was also like good for the experience I never been that way. It was Blue Mountain. I haven't been that way in a hell of a long time, so it was good just to drive through there. I'm hoping on like my next time I paintball, I'll have like a better experience where I can just like aim at people. They can aim at me. And the hill was so steep to climb down on. You have to like go to this map and climb down this steep hill. Then you have to climb up the steep hill to go back to your vehicle. And it was so freaking hard. I was just done after that. I'm like, all right, I'm not going down that hill again. I need to stay up here. And (laughs) that's where the map was. You have to go down that hill. I was just out of breath. I'm like, oh my gosh, this too much. But yeah, that was my experience first time paintballing. I'm hoping the second paintballing will be better than that. But other than that, I'm grateful I had that chance to go. I'm grateful that I had that experience. And that is it for updates moving on to my most asked question how are you healing today and if you're a first-time listener what i mean by that is what are you doing to take care of your mental health either today or from this past week i'm healing by keeping myself accountable i've vlogged all day to help with my procrastination it was pretty cool too. I even got an idea for some content while I was doing it. This is like the first time I'm actually committing to vlogging for the day. So that's pretty committee. Comm- that's pretty committee of me. That's pretty deadly of me to do since, you know, commitment things. But I'm pulling through. I at least got like one one clip of me saying the introduction. So that will be added on there. I'm learning as I go, especially with the vlogging, because I do want to create new content for my TikTok and my other social medias. So that's all under construction right now. And this is one of my ideas I'm going to start bringing to life. I do want to start vlogging and create longer content. I don't know. I have lots of ideas that I want to bring to life. So I'm going to be doing that. And that's, you know, how I'm healing is just keeping myself accountable. Also, I'm taking time to myself. I finally broke my streak of posting every day. If y'all don't know, I posted every single day for 22 months. So I almost made it to two years of posting every single day. Like, damn, that's crazy. I don't know, I guess I just started to lose interest in posting for a bit, but now I'm taking it as reconstruction. I'm in brainstorm mode to get some new content on my social medias. I'm excited to see what ideas I bring to life. I have my vlogging, that is one idea. My sober series is my other idea. And I think I want to add a few more into my social medias because like I want to have like a weekly uploads daily or weekly uploads just depending on the idea I bring to life it just takes how it just depends on how much time it's going to take to create editing all that stuff but I do want to bring some content out so it's just under construction but y'all it's crazy hey how I posted for (laughs) almost two years every single day 22 months I almost made it to two years but it's like I have to be okay with not posting I was trying to make it to two years I want to try make it to three years then I'm like girl you gotta chill you have all your life to create content but it's good to take you know time to yourself for self-care for self-love then get back at it for me I was just losing interest So I'm taking this mini break to reconstruct my social medias. But yeah, that's all I gotta say for that one. Lastly, I'm healing by cutting off connections that no longer serve me. If y'all didn't hear, I was seeing a mans for a bit. He was mad toxic, like to the point where my toxicness was coming out. Where I was being toxic to him because he was being toxic to me. Like he was trying to manipulate me and gaslight me. Then I'm like, what the? Like I was just observing. Then I was just giving that energy back to see, you know, to let him experience it too. Then he felt it. (laughs) It was just crazy. It was such a roller coaster of a fling. But yeah, I had to end it because the toxicness was coming out of me. And... I just like kept noticing the pattern of like you know the toxicness or his repetitive pattern that he was doing and I'm like huh I don't think you're gonna change or I don't think you're really aware of what you're doing then I don't know I really tried to talk to him set some boundaries but just just wasn't going through so I had to cut that off it was hard because I liked him but I deserve to be treated better and not to get silent treatment because they don't want to be accountable I want someone that's going to communicate that's consistent or if you know they have a busy day they'll still communicate and be like yo this is what I'm going to be doing today I'll text you whenever I'm done stuff like that that's what I want and him y'all it was a roller coaster that's all I'm going to say with that and that is how I'm healing for this week it's crazy how much has happened in a week. But I'ma just keep on going and living and vibing. Let me move on to questions. Question. How do you heal from sexual assault? For me, I had to feel my shit. I had to feel my feelings and my emotions. Whether that's anger being scared, sad, or numb. I felt it. And I had every right to feel what I felt. Because you went through something that's traumatic, that's going to affect how you see things on how you feel things. It's always good to just feel it instead of like ignoring it or avoiding it. Because the more you do that, you keep building and building until you explode so that's what's one thing that was hard for me to even do but I did it because I knew I was going to heal and I knew I was going to get better and by doing that it's feeling my shit another thing I did was learning how to be gentle and kind to myself I used to have a lot of shame a lot of blame and I did think like this was my fault I could have done something I could have told earlier on but that's that victim blame mentality that I had I wasn't acknowledging the pain that I was going through and learning how to be kind and gentle to myself to my body was hard I had so much hate to my body I didn't even want to be in my body. I felt so gross. I always needed to cover up. But the more I grow, I'm able to get through it. I'm able to deal with these triggers and to deal with these flashbacks. And I'm healing on my own time. So I'm going slow as much as I need. If I'm going too fast, I'll just take a step back and just chill there for a bit and until I'm ready. It took a long time for me to actually love myself and love the body that I'm in. And I still have those triggers, those flashbacks of not wanting to be in my body because of the abuse that I went through. If you know, you know, it's hard but learning how to be gentle and to be kind to myself, saying affirmations that I love myself. I love myself unconditionally. I deserve to be loved. I am worthy. I have a voice. I speak even when it shakes. And lastly, when I was ready, I got professional help. When I was ready to speak, to share the shit that I went through as a kid, I got my mom to help me find a therapist. And that's what we did. We looked for a therapist together. Mind you, if you don't like your first therapist, you do not need to stay with that therapist you'll eventually find someone that you connect with. It took me how many therapists to actually find one that I connected with. So take your time. Find one that will work with you. And if you are a status First Nation out in Saskatchewan, the cost for therapy will be covered through the non-insured health benefits program. So if you're trying to find therapy, you will be covered up to, I think, 22 hours in one year. So check it out. And if you don't really have any resources available to you, there's also online chats like the Hope for Wellness app, Talking Stick app, and there's also other numbers out there to reach out to if you need someone to speak to. I don't have any on hand, but whatever province you're in or country, just Google mental health services phone number in your area. When you're ready, do it. And that is how I'm healing from sexual assault abuse. I am adding more to it as I go. I'm learning I'm living and there's just a lot of unlearning that I have to do for myself next question what things helped you heal from sexual assault abuse for me it's releasing shit I like to get into my car go for a drive blast music and scream fact I didn't realize I could scream until I started doing this. So just scream your lungs out and just release. Another one I like doing is breaking stuff, aka glass therapy. You basically break objects, throw objects in a room and it just like takes a lot out of you. It's like relief for me. If you're in the bush, I'm sure you can go find something to swing at or to throw something at but make sure these are objects or things that no longer work y'all gotta make sure of that you know after doing both of these things I just feel relief I just let it all out and it's just I don't know it's just such a relieving thing for me because I just like throwing shit I like screaming this are just different release techniques that I've been trying and that have been helping me These are things that I always do too, so I've been liking them. Another thing that has helped me is finding a support system or group. So how i found other amazing people that have similar stories is through TikTok. Sometimes I search for different hashtags to find people that relate to what I'm going through. Sometimes it'll be like hashtag essay awareness, hashtag me too, hashtag sober tiktok, whatever I'm like feeling, I'll look for it and just find other people that relate. Even in the comments section, you'll see other people just sharing their stories and you can like their comment or you can even just comment back and saying you relate and all this stuff. And that's how a community is formed. Lastly... Instead of getting lost in alcohol, I got into physical activity, like kickboxing, jump rope, and now I'm powwow dancing, I'm sewing, and I'm beating. You just gotta find out what's going to work for you. Even if you gotta experiment a bunch of stuff, you just gotta find out what's gonna work for you my last question how did you reach out for me i reached out when i was 12 years old i kept the abuses as a secret for three years only because the person who abused me told me to keep it a secret and that's what i did but it kept building and building until i exploded i finally eventually told my mom And it was honestly the hardest freaking thing to do. Because you're feeling all types of emotions. You don't know what to expect. You don't know if anyone's going to believe you because you're just a kid. But I said something. And when I did say something, I received support. And I'm so grateful that I received support. I seek therapy. I went to the doctor for antidepressants. And when I was ready, I provided my statement to the police. It all didn't happen right away. I had to take my time on it because I was just a kid going through all that shit, battling all those stuff by myself until I finally said something. And when I did, like, There was relief that came off of my shoulders because I finally had someone to lean on. People finally knew my truth about what I went through. And it was hard, it is hard, but I'm healing, I am growing. But there are different ways to reach out. You can reach out to a teacher, a professor, a guidance counselor, an adult figure that you trust and are comfortable with. You can even talk to a friend, to trusted family members, or even provide a victim statement. Or you can also go provide your statement to the police. These are all different ways to reach out. And remember, y'all, You're not alone in this. I'm going to end this episode with my Cree word of the week, and it is body parts. So I'm going to shake it up, unscrew it, and pick the Cree word. All right. Today's Cree word of the week is... Mista-guan. guan It means head. This is the general term. It will change once you say my head or your head. Mista-guan. guan means head. That is Cree word of the week. Thank you all for being here. Thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. And also take some time to yourself to debrief, to let things out, whether that's journaling, meditating, or just going for a walk because this episode was heavy. I will catch you all on the next episode. Have a good one, everyone. Thank you to those that listen. I appreciate you all. If you want to stay updated, please give a follow at Rising Thriving and Vibing Podcast on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. Stay deadly and I'll catch you all on the next episode.